listening to a podcast on the Black Fur Network. Crimes Like These with me, SJ. Me, Paul. Me, Chris. Episode 11, Israel Keys. On 1st of February 2012, Samantha Koenig was working a late shift alone at a small coffee booth in Anchorage, Alaska. While serving a customer, she gets spooked, moves away from the window and turns off all the lights. The customer, Israel Keys, climbs through the small serving window, kidnaps Samantha and takes her back to his house. He ties her up in a shed and sexually assaults her through the night. In April 2012, Keyes is located after using Samantha's debit card in Texas. He is arrested on the pretense of a traffic violation, but during his interrogation, he confesses to more than just Samantha's kidnap. And now we'll discuss crimes like these. Right then. Okay. <laughs> welcome, back, welcome back, Chris. Our Thank you. Yeah. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Good to see you. Uh, what a case to come back to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this yeah. was technically my choice, but it was uh, put forward by uh, Paul because I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't think of anything, uh, which is not like me. Um, but yeah. So Israel Keys. Where shall we start? Back he's, a, uh, he's a one, isn't he? Yeah. 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 I'm always surprised that hardly anyone's ever heard of Israel Keys whenever I mention him. Like, even true crime fans, weirdly. Yeah. I didn't know that much about him. I knew the sort of brief overview of, of what happened, but I didn't know, now that I've done the research, I didn't realise a hell of a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, he's he's very interesting, let's put it that way. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's, in he's a weird really way, he's kind of, in an odd he, way, he's kind of got his wish of anonymity, because I've yeah. never heard of him. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And let's be honest, he could have been a career criminal. He could have. He absolutely could have if he hadn't got. So he could have outlived them all. Yeah, he could yeah. have. Yeah, he could have just gone on and on. I, I suspect, but he got yeah. a little bit. He got that serial killer syndrome where he just thought he was untouchable. He thought he was yeah. uncatchable. Yeah, he did a Bundy. He, he did a Bundy, didn't he? He did do a Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when he when he took Samantha Koenig, he, I mean, the risks he took with that. Like we'll yeah. get onto it. Com- compared to the the other ones that he did, yeah, which or, were well, inc- like ridiculously careful. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just the other end of the spectrum, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry, okay. Let's start off with his early life and background. So, born on seventh of January, nineteen seventy eight, in Cove, Utah, he was the second of ten children and the first boy. That's a lot of kids. Yeah. Yeah. So all of all of the kids were born at home without medical assistance, um, and they were homeschooled. Uh, so the family basically chose to live off grid. They had no electricity, no running water, um, and they were um, originally Mormon faith. 
Yeah. Yeah. Weren't yeah. they to begin with? I mean, the deep religious aspect of the family is really clear, even in, in yeah. Israel's name, like Israel. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, they um, originally Mormon faith, um, and they changed uh, when they moved. I think when they, I think it was when they moved to Washington, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they uh, moved to a fundamentalist Christian sect, um, which was um, basically a white supremacist church. Yeah, by all yeah. accounts, from from <laughs> yeah. what I've read. Yeah, Keyes which... himself described it as a militia. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was a, where there was uh, there was weapons and mm. yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah, he he did develop a keen interest in uh, in guns and and hunting. I suppose you yeah. would if he's you know if they're living off grid, that's what he's going to have been taught to do to yeah. live off the land, isn't he? Sure. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. as I've said before on this podcast, if I was in America, I'd have loads of guns. <laughs> 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 Any particular types? Have you got a favourite? Uh, yeah, I've got several favourites. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I mean, I'd love, uh, obviously, um, well, in Britain, because I've got a lot of British rifles, really. So, okay. I like, um, oh, oh, my favourite rifle of all time is the old Winchester repeat. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but I'd have, I'd have Berettas and Glocks. I'd have all <laughs> kinds of guns. I'd have them all. <laughs> would you have them all like in a cupboard like john wick like a secret cupboard where it just like God, the wall yeah, the wall like comes back and they're all oh, just there that'd heaven, be great wouldn't it <laughs> put some neon lights around it and everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry let's get off track already <laughs> so yeah, he was very open about his parents uh, and their beliefs wasn't he because that they yeah. um they didn't believe in government interference or mm. public schooling or modern medicine or and anything that's exactly like that. Exactly how cults start. Yeah. Yeah. They basically lived in a cabin in the woods, and as soon yeah. as I heard that, I thought it's just a real life Jason Voorhees. It basically is. Yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah. Like, apart from his proclivity to murder people, Israel Keys <laughs> didn't actually turn out bad. Like he he was a successful guy. Like he wasn't yeah. like a yeah. loser. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. So, yeah, so he, keen interest in guns, hunting from a young age, and he'd hunt and torture animals from a yeah. young age as well, which is, we know, yeah, is a yeah. precursor for serial killing yeah. later in life. Yeah, he did say, from, <laughs> he knew from the age of 14 that his notion yeah. of okay and normal was different to other yeah. people's. He was also um, aware of hiding it. He had to, he knew he had yeah. to hide it. Well, there was an incident with a cat, wasn't there, where yeah. it didn't yeah. go so well. I think he chased a cat. He nailed it to a tree and then he shot it. He nailed it to a tree, yeah. And, yeah. and none of the other kids laughed. No. And at, at that point, he thought, I just need to keep this stuff yeah. quiet. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stop, but I'm just going to keep it quiet. Tra Traumatised one of the uh, the children of uh, family friends, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fair play to him. He knew he had to hide it after that, though. So, yeah. Um, so, growing up, he broke into neighbors' houses to steal guns, which was an interesting yeah. uh, one. But I, I did read that um, his parents, or at least his mum, found out on some of them and made him go and give them back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? Just give him a clip, was... round, the, clip oh. round the ear and go, go and take that back to Mrs. Jones. That was always the worst thing as a kid, wasn't it? It wasn't getting shouted at by your parents. It was getting hauled round to apologise. It was so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> Although, personally, I never stole anyone's guns. So. No. no, I mean, 
there's, there's, I mean, you wouldn't be able to steal gun. There wouldn't be that many guns in this country, no, yeah, so you'd be, you'd be well lucky to come across a gun in a, during a burglary. Yeah. yeah, maybe stealing apples out of the next door's garden, maybe. I stole, but... my, I stole all my neighbour's uh, tomatoes out of his greenhouse when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do with the tomatoes? Oh, this is the worst part. I didn't even eat them. I squashed them all. <gasps> uh, oh, that's just spiteful. Yeah, I didn't do it to be spiteful. I just liked throwing tomatoes at things. <laughs> there were tomatoes there. <laughs> I, was I wasn't being vindictive, I was just being moron. This is you're definitely cost- staying in. This is yeah. definitely staying in. You're being a cost effective moron. Why yeah. buy when you've got them to hand? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, so the family moved again in the late 90s to, uh, is it Malpin? Malpin, Oregon? Yeah. Why yeah. do they have such weird names? I don't know, but I'm terrible with pronunciation, so I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Uh, so at 20 years old, he joined the US Army, uh, which was around July 1998. Again, um, as we've mentioned before, super common for serial killers. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I, did, I did read, sorry, SJ. No, go I did read, actually, just shortly before he joined the Army, that he became friends. He lived in the same street as, I'd never heard of this guy, I had to look him up, but a guy called Chevy Cahoe, who was a convicted murderer and, and white supremacist, That's and he befriended right. this guy. Oh, yeah. 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 Wasn't he part of the uh, church thing? Maybe, yeah. I believe yeah, possibly. Because around the same time, he said he renounced Christian faith and turned to Satanism. Oh, yeah. dear. <laughs> It's not good, is it? <laughs> so um, he was he was very well behaved in the army. He only received one reprimand um, for a DUI, um, and then he was honourably discharged um, after four years in two thousand and one. Yeah, yeah. He uh, claimed he was relatively well behaved all the time he was in the army as well. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. They noted the army uh, for keeping him sort of steady. Yeah. yeah, He was known to be quiet. He kept himself to himself. Yeah, a heavy drinker at weekends. Friends. No, he liked wild turkey bourbon, apparently. He would drink it whole Uh. bottles at a time. And and then they throw in this thing. They throw in this thing that ordinarily I get the right um with because they just throw it in there. But in this case, they said, oh, but he did like the insane clown posse. He used to have posters of them all over his room. I think, you always throw this in there. Yeah. It's based well, on music well, and mass murderer. Who, yeah. who doesn't love the insane clown posse? I'm so glad that we've we've got to an episode where we can talk about the insane clown posse. I I've seen them live. Don't know if I've ever knowingly heard a song by them. Really? <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't. You would know a few. Oh, I probably you would. would yeah, you would know if you check, check them out on Spotify. So, yeah. um, amazing Jekyll Brothers album and the album that followed, which was um, the Wraith. Um, so they, did you just come out as a juggalo? Sorry, <laughs> I might have. Yes, I know that. I know the, the FBI re- recognised them as a uh, gang, but really? you know, yeah, they recognised them as like a as, as a gang, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. It does make me laugh. They always chuck these out there whenever there's something a school shooting or anything. Oh, he had posters of slip. Not up in his arm. Oh, shut oh. up! That's crazy, that is. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I listened to the Insane Clown Posse for. In fact, I'm going to show you. I have a little Violent J bobblehead here. Yeah. <laughs> See, the only reason I even know they exist is because Eminem had a thing with them, didn't he? Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. They Eminem. they have some absolutely hilarious songs so there's one called 
Please Don't Hate Me. Um, and it's on one of the Bizarre albums. Um, and it's all about um, them fucking Eminem's mom. <laughs> no wonder he was annoyed. Well, I hate her himself, so what's the problem? Yeah, so, yeah, just just have a listen. Have a listen. If you want some song recommendations, I can I can tell you which ones to, uh, to, to have a well, listen of, to. Of all the people to start a, a musical beef with, Eminem? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. He's I don't win. know. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> the man's fifty. He just wiped the floor with Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> anyway, back to the murder. Yeah, back to the podcast. Um, I didn't see. I didn't find anything else. Um, on his, his early, early life. life. Yes. Yeah, I think that was pretty much. Hmm pretty much it in a nutshell yeah there's not too much they're going on and on about his uh army days and uh how he knew he may have killed someone while he was in the army that yeah they couldn't died. they weren't too sure about it mm. they were they, but was, they he was so cagey about admitting anything like mm. yeah. unlike a lot of serial killers he definitely did not want the notoriety no, no, he, he played did, his he, cards close to his chest, didn't he? he? Even when he was caught, like he would tell them everything more or less, but he he wanted his name kept out of the news. He just mm. did not want to be known due to yeah. nobly so because of his daughter. He wanted his uh his Americano, his Snickers and his cigars though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God, what a diet. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Although he knew he was gonna kill himself, so True. Yeah. True. Spoiler for the end Spoiler of the alert. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he so, was he was unusually meticulous, I think. Yeah. But even in comparison so. some of the you know, even aside from it, like he used to say he, he took the battery out of his cell phone whenever he was mm. travelling so he couldn't be we, tracked and things so like would, that. He would fly mm. to a state, yeah. rent a car, then drive to another state. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just mad. And he, there was a rumour that he visited a plastic surgeon in Mexico as well to yeah. have his fingerprints altered and that's stuff right. like that. I don't think that's true, yeah. though. That just nah. I don't know. Uh, that seems a bit Tim Fall hat time, yeah. doesn't it? That seems a little bit like a <laughs> uh, movie kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you – you probably could, I suppose, have your finger – he could do a, a John Doe and shave him off with a, a razor blaze. I don't think that would work either. No, I don't. I just don't think it would. I don't think it would work It would either. mutilate it to such an individual pattern that you could probably yeah. take it from that. Yeah. But, yeah, he um, he was very meticulous. Like, obviously, the murder kits. Like, if you're unfamiliar with Israel Keys, like, he would – Bury, like mur put murder kits in big plastic drums, mm. seal them up and bury them underground. So he would yeah. have like the the means and like equipment to kill people in all, all the states he went to. Yeah. yeah, so they'd have like guns, knives, rope, all kinds of cable ties, all cable sorts, ties, yeah. money. chemicals, yeah. money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. so. I think they said they found fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, and they were, 14. They were shit. Yeah. That some of them are like placed, you know, in excess of five years, um, and it, they were almost in the grid as well. It was he was almost like gridding the country yeah. with these things. So it, because he wanted to be opportunist, so he didn't pre-plan. Aside from pre-planning the kit he was going to yeah. use, he, he, you know, and he staked out the elderly couple as we'll get yeah. in a while. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, but quite like a, often he would just loiter around campsites, parks, cemeteries, anywhere isolated, yeah. and, was, and then pick a hit. 
that mm. was part of his genius. Yeah. Because he had yeah. no um, victim type. Yeah. yeah. Like his victimology was always different. Yeah, he didn't have a type, did he? So yeah. he just, it was whoever strayed into his path. It was purely about the killing for him. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah that's, that's actually not a common thing with serial killers. No. It's normally some other reason. Like the murder yeah. isn't necessarily what does it for him. Which is, is it, why he was averse to guns, wasn't it? He was yeah. averse to using guns, yeah. if, if at all possible, because he wanted to face them and he, he strangled them. mostly for fear, yeah. Yeah. Mm. For control. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I I wonder if the his sort of ultimate goal is for the money or because obviously there was more than one sexual assault. Oh yeah. As well. Um and I don't know if what his actual end goal was, whether it was the sexual assault or the actual Rob, like yeah, uh, I, you know, robbing them of the money because obviously he had no. Well, he did have a job, but still, he yeah, would he need. He would, yeah, he would have. He would need funds to you know buy equipment and supplies yeah. and stuff like that. And obviously, he had a family as well. He had a girlfriend yeah. and and um, a child. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I there was yeah. a couple of times I kind of went back and forth. Like, what was his end goal? Was it the sexual assaults, or was it to rob them? I believe because one has to killing for him. Do you think? Yeah, yeah. because um, the money he didn't spend on anything significant. He didn't stash no. it. He didn't True, just, he didn't stash it. it yeah, he used it a lot of times to rent the cars that he yeah had, and fuel up and kill people with. Yeah, and his business um, was actually fairly successful. He yeah, was very well thought of. <laughs> the actual the the lead investigator Frank Russo. I was reading a a, a, a interview with him, and somebody on his team had actually hired him. Uh, Israel Keys had done work in his house. He gave him his house keys, so he fully trusted him. It's just yeah. like a, just a but genuine guy. Smart thing with Keys is he was highly <laughs> unlikely to kill anybody he worked for or worked around. Exactly, and and like he said in his interview, um, he said something like, um, "He's been two different people for fourteen years." Yeah. Yeah, and uh, one of the quotes that I, I, I wrote down, one of the quotes he says, "There is no one who knows me or has ever known me who knows anything about me really. They're going to tell you something that does not line up with anything that I tell you because I'm two different people. Yeah. The only person who knows anything about what I'm telling you is me. Yeah, that's yeah. quite chilling. Is he's a chilling guy? Uh, his laugh will." haunt me for the rest of my fucking life <laughs> those, those interviews generally because um you can actually i'm not telling you to because obviously you know but uh you can <laughs> watch all of his police interrogation videos mm. and he it's really interesting watching because he's they're basically playing like they're his pals yeah and they're like you know they're laughing trying to get him on side yeah, aren't they it's yeah. so fascinating like mm. he's telling yeah. it so matter-of-factly and like laughing yeah. about it. he's like talking about killing people and laughing about it that yeah. lot it's like but it's not he's like, like I'm a trying sto- to be evil no it's like no. he it's kind of like he's a stone teenager yeah. and like someone's mm. told him something like a dick joke or something and he's just got this really like giggly not even an evil well we know it's evil but it's just such a weird laugh and it, yeah 
Yeah. The thing is, well, if you watch those interviews, he's, he's incredibly calm all the way through. Yeah, he is, yeah. He's, he doesn't raise his voice. You don't you know get any why. tension off him. Because no. quite often with serial killers, you know, a lot of the ones that we've covered on the podcast, even like you think of like you know, when they interviewed people like Peter Curtin, he mm-hmm. would become visibly excited at, mm-hmm. the t- at the point he was talking about murders. This guy yeah. isn't. I think there is a bit of that. He's definitely enjoying the retelling. Definitely. Yeah. But I think because his crimes, the, I, tr- I, I really think of them as being pure in the fact that it was just about murder to him. Like, mm. And he knew one day would be cool, and he knew that when that day came, that would be it for him. Mm. He yeah. knew. he di- There was no pretense in his mind. He didn't think he would get away with it forever once he got caught. He didn't think he would go to prison for a long time because he knew he was going to kill himself. Mm. Yeah. He, he said, like, when, he knew that when he got caught, that would be the end of it. Yeah, because he even said in the interviews that he was glad they caught him because he wouldn't have stopped. He would yeah. have just carried on. Yeah, because I think it had started to escalate, hadn't it? Well, massively um, so, especially yeah. with Samantha. Yeah. yeah, let's 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 go through uh, let's go through what happened to Samantha. So, um, yeah, so she's she's working late at um, a coffee stand, um, and it all starts off with her current boyfriend goes to pick her up and she's not there um and he gets a text message from her yeah, uh, saying her that she's staying with she's friends yeah because her boss had said she'd already left and he gets a text message from her phone saying that she's gone to stay with a few friends um there was interesting um sort of suspects in the early days wasn't there with samantha because they the first suspected the, the boyfriend father. and the dad <laughs> yeah. the dad sounded a bit sketchy as fuck absolutely sketchy <laughs> yeah. as fuck yeah. so, I, I think the dad was some kind of local drug dealer yeah that because was it he was involved in drug thought. trafficking yeah. or something wasn't it yeah it was to do with that yeah <laughs> so yeah they um basically look at the cctv don't they so um the dad reports um Samantha missing, um, and they review the CCTV footage from the um, the the coffee stand. So it's like a little like wooden like shed almost with yeah, a window, yeah, isn't it's it? Like, it's, it's a coffee hut, isn't it? It's a hut. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen anything like it before. And she no, was I... obviously on her own as well, late at night. And she's what? How old 18. was she? Uh, Eighteen. Which. Scary. I wouldn't want to be working in. Yeah, I mean it's Canada like though, isn't it? Oh no, and it's Alaska. Oh, yeah, it's Alaska, yeah, isn't it? Sorry, yeah. cold. I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So um. He comes up to the window. Um. And he's got um. I think he's. Has he got a ski mask on or yeah, something which like she that? Doesn't think it's unusual because it's Alaska. Exactly, people, and it's, it's and it's February. Yeah. It's going to be middle of winter, isn't it? So um. So she on the video. She starts making coffee. Um, she goes back to the window and she sort of jumps back. She recoils from the window, doesn't she? Um, and she ends up turning all the lights off and then he comes through the window. Yeah. Um, and then there's another, I think somebody else had got CCTV of the car driving away. Yeah, I've heard of him walking her to the car. Uh, yeah. yeah, him walking her to the car and, and, then, and then driving off. I did read um, an account that she tried to run and he tackled her. Is that in the car park or not? I, I didn't uh, see it on the I, footage. I didn't see that. No. no. Mm. Mm, I'm not surprised if she did yeah, try and... Yeah, if she tried, yeah. 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 Um, you know what they say, never let them get you to that secondary location. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Fight all you can, they're highly unlikely to kill you right there and then. Yeah. Yeah, it's just too much hassle. you just got to get away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is local to him now as well. Exactly. And this was... starts making mistakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, he takes her back to his house, his own house that yeah. he shares with his girlfriend and his child. Who are there. Who are there at home um, and ties her up and starts to play loud music yeah. in the well, shed. In a shed, yeah, which is literally right next to the house. Like, yeah, it's adjacent to the house, the main house, it's isn't crazy it? crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he... I think he. I can't. I don't know if he start. Does he force her to drink some drink alcohol? Right, yeah, he gets her drunk. Yeah, he gets her drunk and he's rapes her through the night, and then he goes on yeah. holiday the next day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hang on. He goes back to the hut, doesn't he, for the card and the phone. Her phone. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's still there. So he goes. He actually goes back to the scene of the crime yeah. where he picked her up um, to get her debit card and her phone. Um, and yeah, and then he fucks off on a cruise for two weeks with yeah. his family, yeah. doesn't he? And but leaves her in the not, shed. But this is the thing, right? This is the one of the most disturbing parts of it is when he gets back from, obviously she's already dead. When he puts her in a freezer, mm-hmm. um, when he gets back from holiday, he takes her out of the freezer. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's disbelief. Yeah. yeah. He puts makeup on her props her eyelids open, takes a photograph and sends it to her family with a ransom note. Yeah, yeah. He, he used fishing wire to sew her yeah. eyelids up. Yeah, and, and got that, that day's newspaper. Yeah. yeah. He, did, he did a bang-up job. Yeah. Well, they, they, they absolutely <laughs> fell for it. Yeah, I believe yeah, for it. The only thing they he, said is she doesn't usually wear her hair in a plait. Yeah, yeah he plaited yeah. her hair because that's what he does for his daughter, yeah. which I thought yeah. was real fucking creepy yeah. as well. <laughs> That he plaited his daughter's hair, and and that's what he did with her. And yeah. when they show, when the family are looking at the photo, that I think it's her dad, isn't it? He says she doesn't normally wear her hair like that. That's why he was unsure whether it was her or yeah. or not in well, the first place. She was dead, so she looked different. Well, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, he sends a ransom for thirty thousand dollars. I think yeah, it is. He leaves it in a really yeah. weird place. He tacks it to a bulletin board yeah. Um, yeah. in a in a park. park. Weird. Yeah. Very weird. This and he's still sending messages to the boyfriend as well. Yeah. Because if I did, if he hadn't described all his other victims to the police in such detail, mm. and they found the bodies, I would have said he was lying, and this was his first rodeo. Because yeah. it was such an about turn. Yeah. Like, it's such a 180 it's, from what it, he's been doing up till now. Yeah, it's so shambolic yeah. compared like to everything, everything else wrong. that he did. Yeah, exactly. Everything he did was <laughs> yeah. wrong, yeah. It's almost like he wanted to get caught. Like, it was like... This well, he said, kind of he said when he was arrested, didn't he, about this one, he said that uh, he felt as though he'd already started to lose control yeah. when he was doing this one. And he actually said, I think he... This is a quote something along the lines of, back when I was smart... Yeah, oh, yeah that's what he says, yeah. 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 Back when I was Because smart, he didn't yeah. even resist when he was arrested. No. He just accepted it. Mm. But then even that, for somebody who was so meticulous about his crimes to be driving around with her stuff in the boot. Yeah, and using oh, her cash card. Yeah, guy. using the cash card, yeah. I know he went to the ATMs with, you know, his mask on and everything, but fucking hell, yeah. come but on. He was, the thing is, he though. was wearing a vest in the fucking <laughs> in the middle of Alaska. <laughs> like, he didn't really have to spot, is he? <laughs> 
What a guy. Yeah, he, he really did do everything wrong on this one. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so they trace uh, debit card withdrawal. So, basically, they the police um, get in contact with the bank, don't they? And they set up an alert system where if the, her card is used um, or any other activity on her account is flagged to the police yeah. um, to, to basically try and locate him. Um, so um, March the 7th, uh, 2012, uh, withdrawal from ATMs in multiple states, uh, Arizona and Texas. So they knew he was traveling east. Uh, so April 2012, um, Texas Highway Patrol cops spots the make and model of the car that they're looking for. Um, uh, basically, they pull him over for a traffic violation. And notice that he's got an Alaskan driving license and the cop thinks, I think this is the guy. Yeah, He's got a gun in the trunk and he's got Sam's, uh, Samantha's phone and debit card as well in the car. Uh, and yeah. the clothes, he's got clothes as well in the car yeah. as well as need her clothes and uh, clothes that he was uh, wearing um, uh, at the uh, incident and, and the ATMs. Um, apparently he did immediately denial, did deny, Deny the kidnapping of Samantha. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and this is where it gets interesting when they start interrogating him. (laughs) Uh, So he he does agree to a full (laughs) confession after speaking with his lawyer. He's got Um, conditions, though. But he's got a list of demands. Um, he he wants cigars, Americano coffee, and peanut butter Snickers. Not just any Snickers. He I wants mean, he's peanut got a good butter taste one. There. <laughs> I would I would I would agree with the Snickers, not <laughs> for the like, other two things. No, I'd have big, taken a big, aren't they? flat white and no <laughs> no uh, cigar. Thank you. <laughs> just, a, just a just a bucket bucket of latte for me yeah. from Costa. Just, one I'll, have two, I'll have two flat whites in lieu of the cigar, please. <laughs> They weren't yeah. small. Those, those Snicker bars. I know. I know because the UK bars are small anyway. The Snicker bars, but they're yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're these enormous yeah. things. Western yeah, America, they're huge. They? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gigantic version of everything, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, the apparently uh, some of the descriptions um, of the graphic crime scenes, not just Samantha's, but other ones as well. Apparently, the police never released the full tapes. This is the thing with him, actually. Um, When he disposed of Samantha's body, he dumped it in the middle of a frozen lake. Yeah, because he went ice fishing and he caught some fish and he took it home and he ate it with his family. But the police said if he hadn't told them where the body was, they never would have found it. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. And he knew that, though. Yeah. He knew that. I don't think um, they found any. Aside from that, did they, they, I don't think they found many of the bodies at all. Did only they? the ones he told them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the, the others he refused to give up. Yeah. yeah. And we'll never know, will we? I think no, they'd no. they'd started to plot like where he was and started yeah. looking at missing people, yeah. hadn't they? Yeah. Yeah. They started. But they to couldn't indefinitely. Yeah, they couldn't indefinitely prove that it was him. No. That, that was involved. No, they had things like, you know, he was suspected of uh, there was uh, Mary Cooper, who was 56, and her daughter, yeah. who was 27. They were shot hiking in Washington State in 2006 when he was there. Yeah. Uh, and there was a, a girl, an amputee girl, 12-year-old girl called Julie Harris, who mm-hmm. uh, was went missing in 1996, and her prosthetic feet were found a month after she vanished, and then her Jeez. remains after that. He was suspected of that one. Um, and there was... Uh, Oh, there was the one 
what he claimed what he said was his first planned attack wasn't it was in oregon yes in 1997 is this the the girl at the camp yeah who talked him out of it who talked him out of it yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's another theme with some of these killers yeah yeah he says he kind of lost his nerve she was very smart she played to him entirely yeah because he didn't did he rape her or didn't he i can't remember i I think he, he raped did. her, but he didn't. Yeah, he yeah did. that's right. And then she talked him out of killing him. Yeah, yeah she basically right. yeah. said, "What are you doing this for? You're a nice looking guy. If you didn't yeah. do this, I'd think about going out with you." And he completely yeah. backed off. Yeah. Well, that's what he said in the interview. He said when yeah. people were nice to him, it more or less saved their life every time. <laughs> <laughs> if only they were all like him, you know, yeah. maybe maybe that's a survival tactic that needs to be taught. Yeah. I do think there's a I do think there's a flaw oh. in the one. Obviously, the one I just read out about the twelve uh, year old amputee. I don't think that's because he he made a point. One of the first things he said when he was arrested and in, and and uh, they were doing the interviews was he would he had an elimination list that would involve they didn't have children yeah. or they weren't involved with you know complications together after her mm. because yeah. he was mad at himself that she talked him out of killing her. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Interesting. Yeah. There's a there's a little a little tidbit of information we have not yet mentioned, and that is he was also a prolific bank robber. Yeah. Well, he needed yes. to fund his his habit, didn't he? Yeah, but he would don silly disguises to do it. This is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to us about those silly disguises, Paul. Uh, I can't really think of any now. I just remember him saying, like, yeah, he would have a collection of weird significance he was also an arsonist yeah he says in the one of the in his police interview doesn't he He says i'll give you two bodies or two names and arson in texas yeah like bartering with them what a weird way like because i love the way the police are talking to him because they're just talking to him like they're his friends like they want to hear all about his exploits yeah they yeah because they're you know trying to encourage him because they think he wants to brag about it but I don't, you know, I think they only got so far with him there because when he says that he wants his name kept out of the media, obviously when they, um, he gives them the the couple, doesn't he, that he broke yeah, into the house. house yeah, after yeah. that, because that the police. That was horrible hearing about that one. That was horrible because that, like, um, that was like a home invasion and scenario. And he took them. Yeah, he, he did. did Samantha and it. Yeah. He staked out the house and he was like, they're elderly couple, no yeah. kids, no pets. So he cut their phone line. Yeah, cut the yeah. phone line. And like yeah. they were begging him, like the husband was begging him to take money, like yeah. instead of yeah. his wife. And it was fucking terrible listening to that. The way the, he's talking yeah. about it. Yeah, like, the wife tried yeah. to run on that one as well yeah. and he had to tackle yeah. her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Didn't he sit them, hang on, am I getting my murders confused? Did he not sit them facing each other in the graves? Or was that a different one? Oh, did he? Oh, I don't know. They they never found them, though, did they? Because when they went to the house, he said he buried them in the basement. And when they went to the house, the house was knocked down. Yes. Uh, that's right. Yeah. The house was just rubble and it had gone to landfill. Um, and they ended up getting a cadaver dog um, to the um, original site. Um, and the cadaver dog indicated... Um, that there was remains there. So they just, they didn't bother digging up the foundations of the house. They just took the dog's sort of indication that there were bodies, that there there were remains there. They're amazing, them dogs. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. But yeah, so after um, 
that when they discover that it was him behind that home invasion and, and murder, the police department there managed to. I think his name. That's how his name ended up in the media because what they. Um, the police in Alaska had to do damage control because they had to go in and say to him, your name's in the media because mm. of this. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't very happy. They said he was ticked off. Yeah. That was yeah. the that was the phrase they used. He was ticked that's when off. He stopped stopped talking as well. That's yeah. when he stopped talking, and that's yeah. when the police got aggressive with him because he'd stopped talking. Um, I think that's when they stopped trying to be his friend and was like, "Okay, enough's enough. You need to tell us now." Yeah, went directly to bad cop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, such a mental case, and I I really do think he would have gone on for years uh, decades if he was if he hadn't fucked up that uh samantha's kidnap and murder i think he would have i think he i don't think he'd have been caught for decades he had fairly detailed plans of what he was going to do next. Yeah, he, he did. He was going to leave Alaska and travel through the storm-ravaged regions to find new victims while he was yeah. working as a contractor, and he yeah. wanted to build a prison house. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Of course. I mean, he's, a carpen- he's a carpenter there, isn't he? I don't know like... how further he would have got, though, because as he said himself, he was already losing control. And the, yeah. that, the cement thing, to take it to his own home yeah. and do yeah. that in a shed the, while the his risk. family were there. Yeah, like the risk is crazy. Yeah. Absolutely but crazy. She, his, his, his girlfriend, Tammy, she did suspect something, though, didn't she? Because she... Yeah. Um, she tried to get into like a filing cabinet that he had and he came home and he found her trying to get in there and he, he kicked off and they, yeah. that's never been recovered either. But I think she, she probably thought he was having an affair or something. Yeah, that was the thing. I think he was a prolific serial killer. No, that's true. Because there's still no real evidence of like, apart from like the fact that he detailed his crimes in such detail. Mm. Like I think that would be hard to make up. Mm. And obviously there were bodies. Yeah, they found yeah there was the couple, the couple, wasn't there? Yeah, and there was um, another woman that he buried near a lake. Yeah. Yeah, and the FBI believed there was one, somebody called Deborah Feldman That's in it, New yeah. Jersey, who, who mm. was, he was suspected of killing in yeah. 2009. And there were yeah. many more he was suspected of. Yeah. yeah. How many was he actually convicted on? Three, I think. Three. Yeah, but he did, he, he tried to leave a teaser with his drawing, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Well, the insinuation was there were, there were eleven and 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 himself, but yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, this is the thing. I find him so interesting because he's he like a lot of the other serial killers. They do relish in what they've done, like in nearly every case too. Like when they're not trying to get away with it, once they're caught, they're yeah, you know, they talk. And he did talk, but he didn't want it out there. As far as he was in his own mind, what he was saying was staying in that room. Yeah. yeah. They had his they had his laptop as well, didn't they? That's how they found the couple because he was googling the the names because he was like courier, wasn't well, he? Is, and uh, yeah, is, uh, what do we say about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only this podcast was out before you know before yeah. he was. Uh, but, but yeah. all of his all of his uh, anonymity requirements were due to his daughter. Yeah, yeah. He said them, yeah. he said he didn't want her googling his name in ten years' time and seeing everything he'd done. Yeah. But which yeah. is exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. But it's really sad because when you Google Israel Keys, one of the first um, 
things that comes up is Israel Key's daughter. Oh. Do I think it's shitty that people are Googling that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it ain't her fault. Leave her alone, you know? Like, yeah. Why are you trying to find out who his daughter is? Why is that even relevant? Yeah, it's just pointless, and you yeah. you just do more harm to her She's than... She's suffer enough exactly, when she yeah. sort of finds out what's happened. Exactly. I recently bought... Um, a book by uh, BTK's daughter. Yeah, I haven't read it yet, yeah. but um, yeah, she, I, I found that through randomly a tweet from her popped up on my timeline and I was like, she was like, don't, don't ask me about my dad. Don't do this. Don't, you know, I've, got, you know, I've got this, but yeah, this is, this is what, <laughs> this is what I've written. This is what I've got to say on it. Don't ask me anything else kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> um, yeah. And Fair play to her if she wants to tell her side of the story, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. If she, if she, she deserves it. Some kind of minor compensation out of absolutely. Like, the shitty life she's had. Fair play to her. Yeah. Exactly. There is a book written about, I've not actually looked it up, um, but a, a lot of, when I was uh, reading about this, uh, there was a lot of references to a book, a uh, 2019 book by Maureen Callahan about keys. It's called American Predator. So I've not mm-hmm. actually looked <laughs> Uh, if yeah, how available it is, but yeah, I think I've heard of that. I think I probably mentioned that on uh, True Crime Bullshit. Mm. <laughs> I, but I, I was taking token. She's also the person that quoted the uh, gastric band fitted in in uh, Mexico and the fingerprints. So um, it might not be that good a book. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds a bit of. Um... Why would you need a gastric band? He's skinny anyway. Her 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 uh, thought behind it was he'd need to eat less. It would make him a better killer because he'd need to eat less. What? That's what she claimed. Surely you need more energy. So <laughs> you... a lunatic. She yeah. does sound like <laughs> Tim for a hat time. That yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's trying to blow something up. Like sometimes you'll get people who write novels about things and they like. Uh, they blow it up out of all proportion to sell their books. And, like, you yeah. know, like, there's a good example with um, the guy that wrote, um, uh, like, a life story on the Warrens. Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name. Not the guy that wrote The Amityville that they made write it. Another guy years later, uh, fairly recent. And it's just all like, so much shit just about them. <laughs> Because we all yeah. know they were a couple of con artists preying on fucking vulnerable people. Yeah. <laughs> if you are enjoying our podcast, you can help us reach more listeners by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. We are on social media, Twitter at Crimes Like and Instagram at Crimes Like These. You can also get in touch with us via email crimes like these at gmail.com anyway back to the murder <laughs> i'm going to clip that um, <laughs> um uh he was also asked in uh his interviews about his childhood and he specifically said that he he no abuse no neglect nothing like that yep. um but he had violent urges yeah, but I mean, he said that, but also you can sort of glean your, from yourself that his childhood was anything but normal. And True. whether he thought he was abused or not, I feel like he probably was a little bit. Because, I think it's a certain form of it, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. they, obviously they dragged their kids out of real society and they yeah. had them in a, basically yeah. a commune, like a religious commune. Yeah, and exactly. And they fuck with your head, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, and he wouldn't have had a basis for comparison. He was homeschooled. Well, exactly. That's it, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, nothing yeah. to compare it to, yeah. Yeah, so um, he agrees to a confession, um, but he wants an execution date as well, doesn't he, um, yeah. for divulging victim names. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, and he, he wants it within a year. <laughs> yeah. He's. I remember like watching the interview and he's like... I want this to happen then, I want this to happen then, and then I want to be executed. He's still Job trying done. to keep control. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, even yeah. during, like, police, which he does manage to do quite well. Yeah. He does, yeah. But... I mean, obviously, the police know the whole time they're not going to be able to keep his name out of the papers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I remember one of his work colleagues has said, like, he just, he was a normal normal guy like they just didn't believe that he was capable of some you know the you know what he what he actually did Um, i mean the reason by the way that we've not really talked about many of his other victims dear listeners is because there (laughs) isn't much information (laughs) like there's barely anything Mm. um there as a guy we've mentioned it a few times but the podcast uh true crime bullshit if you want a real in-depth dive on israel keys listen to that yeah that is literally you'll know his measurements, his his shoe size, <laughs> yeah. the circumference of his head. Life. Yeah. <laughs> literally yeah. there's there's a lot of information. It's and very a whole interesting. Hell of a lot of his interviews are on there. So you can watch them on yeah. YouTube, but there's a lot in the podcast. Yeah, there is um I ended up watching a documentary on Sky Crime, uh, which I think is something like method of a murderer or yeah, something like that. It, that. I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that is it. Something like that. Um, I ended up watching that. I think it's about nine minutes long. Yeah, and that's, it, that's pretty concise. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. It's just like a condensed version of... Yeah. It's the highlights, basically, yeah, from, from his police CCTV interrogation. Yeah, it's got yeah. that on there as well, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's an, another, another good thing to watch. And obviously, Google, YouTube, <laughs> there's a hell of a lot of stuff out there. Um... So, yeah, um, he also says that he can't suppress his urge to kill. Yeah, at all. At all, yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's, that's his... The, uh, that might, maybe that's the thinking behind the kill kits. He's got it handy when he gets the urge. Yeah, exactly. Wherever yeah. he is, he can, he can do this. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't have to plan or anything. Like, no. he can just... But not planning is probably the best thing he could do, which is why he evaded capture for so long. Yeah, because there's no pattern to what he was doing. Yeah, he was just yeah, he was just doing it as the sort of the mood took him. So to speak. yeah, yeah, turning up in rental cars all over the country. Yeah. He can't, he, he's almost untraceable. He's yeah, there was some miles. Oh god, yeah, Jesus Christ, he was driving through like two states. Yeah, I think they were saying so. He, I think he clocked up like thirty thousand miles in a year or something. Fucking hell. Yeah, from all like, yeah. obviously he would rank cars, so he couldn't get like, an accurate <laughs> mileage. But judging from his movements and all that, wow. he was racking miles up. Jesus. So he was he was interviewed 25 times in eight months. Yeah. By the FBI. That's, <laughs> that's a lot. That is that a is, lot. That is a lot. Um, he also said... Uh, to the FBI, you got your monster. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's another quote from him, which is 
Another very the thing is, it sounds chilling. Like chilling, but after you've watched enough interviews of him, he probably said it like this. Well, <laughs> you've, you've caught your monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's probably oh, how it went. That is that laugh, isn't it? Yeah, go. She got up and ran away and I had to tackle her. <laughs> Honestly, like... <laughs> I, know I, I know I sent it to the, the, the group chat, but I was literally walking around a nature reserve on my own, <laughs> middle of the day, but I was listening to a True Crime Bullshit podcast and his interviews and that laugh. And I, honestly, the amount of times I looked over my shoulder, yeah, nobody about in the middle of the day I around here. You didn't have both earphones on. I did. <laughs> oh, I never did. Stupidly, had both oh, my I earphones. I had to take one out. Yeah, I had to take one out. And just kept checking behind me because it's quite a narrow path and it's like yeah. bushes either side for a lot of it until you get to the lake. Um, and I was just like, I need to stop listening to this now. <laughs> I had to put some. I had to put some jolly tunes on because yeah. I couldn't listen to it. I always go if I want if I want jolly after a depressing uh, true crime episode, but I still fancy true crime. I just go for the last podcast on the left. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good one actually. That, that, itchy, that scratches both itches at the same time. That's very true. <laughs> very true. Um, there was also an incident um, at his sister's wedding. Where he he caused a scene, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was really drunk. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was, I suppose, a sort of prelude to losing his uh, losing his cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we talked about no specific victim profile. Yeah, none. Um, quite a yeah. vast difference. Yeah. And he he did he did say that he was reckless, didn't he? On yeah. the yeah. when he took Samantha, so. Um. Yeah, so two days after agreeing to confess, he committed suicide uh, by way of disposable razors embedded in a pencil. Yeah, yeah. classic prison suicide. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> but he left a lovely, a lovely suicide note, didn't he? He did. He, he did some he lovely did. poetry. Yeah. Weirdo. Serial killer poetry, that's got to be a new one. That's got to be yeah. floating around somewhere, isn't it, those letters? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably at the Museum of Death in yeah, that's some one of them. That's some prison guards pocketed them. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, you'll probably find them on murder murderbelia or something like that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so is it just um, it, it just is risk? Because I did read, I had mm-hmm. the conflicting uh, r- reports on this. Because one of the ones I read said he'd slit his wrists and also strangled himself with a sheet while he was lying yeah, in bed. I think he did oh. both. Yeah, I think he did the uh, not actually hung himself, but I think he used the sheet. It's like a yeah, because you wouldn't be able to do it with him. No. But I think he constructed something by which he could pull it and yeah, yeah. I or, don't know if it was, I don't know. He was didn't he? Like um, I think he just tied it up and but just used his body mm. weight. Lame. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, yeah, he was given the razor blade, wasn't he? There was a warning. They were they were they were they were warned not to give him blades, and they did anyway. So yeah, that's yeah. dumb, isn't it? Yeah, Epstein thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Who didn't kill himself? Yeah, do you think Israel Israel Keys didn't kill himself as well. Oh, I think he absolutely did. <laughs> he was suicided like Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> like it shocks never me know. that Jelaine is still alive. Oh Jesus! Like that's that's quite remarkable that she's still around. And the she's just completely she denying. I know. 
everything. Because you know why? She knows so much. She's got so many names, and you know she's got evidence somewhere. Yeah. She's getting out, man. She ain't doing Do serious time. Yeah. I reckon she's got too much from too many powerful people. I don't know. And that's why she's confident enough to just be chilling. Yeah, she's a right piece of work, she isn't she? Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, that was the life and crimes of Israel Keys. So, episode 12, Paul, it's your choice. What are we doing? Ah, I think we're going to do Fred and Rose West. Fred and Rose. It's a big oh, one. It's a big one. There's a lot on that. Sleepless <laughs> night job, that one. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, could be a two-parter, but could we'll be. we'll see. I'm we'll already see. disturbed just by saying the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Fred and Rose West, those, those are names that stay with you. Chris, did you have a crime of the week? I got Could a couple. Okay, excellent. Yeah, I've got a couple. Uh, you, always, got a couple. you always find the juicy ones. <laughs> uh, well, I kind of blinked. They follow a theme. Um, so I, I've, I've dropped the, the links fairies. in as well, the chat. <laughs> so one of them one of them's quite awful to watch. Um, it's probably, probably fairly commonplace, murder in Brooklyn. But there's a, a murder of a mother of one in Brooklyn that's been captured on CCTV. Oh, and it's just shocking the way it happens. So obviously I've, I've chucked the link in there for you. Um, this white people carrier just um, or four-wheel drive just pulls up outside a bus stop where there are people standing there. And a woman calmly gets out, walks up to another woman, shoots her in the head, turns around, gets back in the car and just calmly drives away again. There's oh, all yeah. these people just standing by. It is insane. That was targeted ne- for sure. Never seen anything like And this it. is recently? Yeah. Oh, I found it. I got it. She just oh. calm as you like, just walks up to her and there's people standing there. Crazy. I can't believe they've actually got the video. Yeah. That... Well, they stop it. They, they oh, don't God. show the whole thing. Oh, my God. She's so calm. She just walks back yeah. to the car. Just like, don't run or nothing. She's no. just like... And there's, there's bystanders. Fuck, man. Yeah, she's not tried to hide her face. No. Even I could identify this woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, terrifying. Um, and the other one is, it follows a theme because it's also a, a, a hit, what's clearly a hit, but this one's gone wrong. So there's a bit of humour in this. It's sad as well, but it's, uh, it's the murder of Aya Hatcham in Lancashire recently. Um, and uh, this guy hired a hitman to shoot, who was supposed to shoot a tyre firm owner, but instead shot a 19-year-old law student. But this is the CCTV footage of him realising that he's been caught on CCTV, and it's absolutely golden. The look on his face is just, oh, I've screwed up big time. I'm so Not glad you in an age of cameras. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So watch it, watching the hit and then getting caught on camera, his face is just wonderful. Brilliant. Well, is this in England? <laughs> Lancashire, oh, yeah, Lancashire, yeah. So, yeah, kind of a theme of them both hits. One terrifying, one bad. I mean, it's sad. It's 19-year-old kids got shot, but the guy's a prat. <laughs> Some hit man he is. Jesus His Christ. Face. That's fucking yeah. brilliant. That is <laughs> yeah. so comical. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's like, I am fucked. I say, I'm done. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> That is literally the look of, <laughs> oh shit, I've fucked up here. <laughs> oh, what a 
considering it's only 11 episodes. I know. We were like, by the time we were on even 20 or 30 episodes, we were only on like maybe 50 downloads per episode. So it's like... That's crazy. Steaming ahead. People love murders. They do, yeah. yeah. They love a good murder. People do love a bit of murder. (laughs) And on that (laughs) note, listeners, always remember to delete your Google history. I'm just going to do sign off. That's the oh, only shit. thing I need to do. Yeah, yeah we might need to do the sign I just remembered that's the only thing I need to do. Oh, my um, God. Have fun editing this fucking thing. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> so, well, if you want to, sorry, if you've got, got an no. idea of when to cut it off, I posted the links to the um, crimes of the week at 9.33. Uh, 933. So oh, an hour back. ago. Brilliant. An hour ago. So, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> an hour of digression. That's, that's a record. That is a record. That's actually long. That would, that would be a record even for After Horror. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Yay, we're now bigger than After Horror. Yay! <laughs>